what's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Glenn. I'm back, baby. I'm back. Did you miss me? I've been gone for pretty much the month of January. I think I did a, I did a podcast on January 1st, and then, um, and then I've pretty much taken the month off. Like, I haven't done that since I started the Glenn Thinks the Podcast, your favorite podcast that you can find and subscribe to on any of your podcasters, whichever one you favor. Whichever one you favor is the one that you use, and that is where you can find me waiting for you. But uh, but I haven't taken any time off from doing this because I really do love to do this, right? But I had some life stuff going on, man. In January, I had some life events happen, and sometimes when you have stuff in your life, um, not bad stuff, sometimes there's bad stuff, sometimes there's sad stuff, it's just like uh, stuff you need to focus on, and that's where I was at, man. And my wheels were constantly turning, and uh, there was just, you know, there's been some changes in my life that uh, aren't bad, that have been good, man. But they required a lot of attention and focus to 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 make happen, and there were some areas of my life I needed to really pay attention to and uh everything worked out man you know like I a lot of times in life I go through life to be honest with you just waiting for the other shoe to drop and I don't know man that's not that's not any kind of way to be you know because my mentality is I don't I don't go through life with a negative outlook, you know, because I know that's kind of how it sounds when I say that. I don't go through life being like, what's bad going to happen today? You know, that's not what, you know, I mean to to come off, you know, as because that's not how I am at all. I generally have a positive outlook, but nobody likes getting caught with their pants down. You know, you don't want life to catch you with your pants down. You don't want to put all your eggs in one basket, so to speak. I have a friend. He's dead. He used to say that after everything, so to speak. Glenn. His name's his name was Larry, man, and he used to he used to be like, "This is the way it is, so to speak." You know, I went to the McDonald's drive-through, so to speak, and he always said that. And I was like, "Why you got to say that? Why you got to say so to speak? So to speak." So to speak. And that's how he talked. He kind of had like a high pitch. Man, I love that dude. I wish that he wasn't dead, but he is, man. Sometimes, like, I don't know, man. Those kind of people just get uh, your friends, man. If you're friends with somebody, you know, you just feel kind of ripped off, you know? Like, you look around and there's all these garbage people in the world. And then, you know, you have somebody that has a heart like an angel, man. And they just do any. They give you the shirt off their back. They're those, just those kind of people. You know, like when you're in a jam, and like, uh, and you need somebody. You need a friend. You need somebody to talk to. You need somebody to show up. Whatever it is, shoulder to cry on. You know that dude was all that stuff to me, man. And like, and now he's dead. And then you look around at other people, and you're like, man, man, <laughs> you know. But, I mean, he used to say so to speak all the time. But anyway, I don't mean to come off as a, because I'm not that way, right? I just get, when I get focused in on something, like, 
it's just like, man, I can't, I don't want to ramble on a podcast. Yeah. I, I want to focus on what I need to focus on to get to the other side, to get to where I want to be. Yeah. And that's exactly what I did. And, uh, you know, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. It's okay to do that is what I'm saying. But everything worked out and it was like worked out so well. I'm not used to things working out that well for me. Right. Because I'm like, all right, I always want a backup plan. I always want, you know, if something goes wrong, because if you, if you, if you, uh, it's kind of like when you're dating somebody, right? You're dating somebody and you really need to like watch your emotions, you know, you need to keep your emotions in check because like if you fall head over heels, you, you, they might not fall head over heels for you. You know what I'm saying? So you can't be like, the second date, be like, I'm going to marry this person, you know, because like, you just don't, you you don't want to set yourself up for disappointment, I guess what I'm saying, you know, in a roundabout way, in the longest way possible, you know, I'm one of those podcasters, I'm the, I'm the podcaster that's like, <laughs> I'll say something that would take two minutes, but I'll like say it in like five, ten minutes, so to speak. But anyway, so that's where I am. That's where I've been. That's what I've been doing. And I mean, I've got this year's looking up, man. And a lot of stuff in my personal life is looking up. And it's really, I don't know, man. It's a wild, it's wild because I'm, I'm 39 years old. Uh, I'm going to turn 40 this year. Yeah. And I watched this movie, man. I watched this movie called Ordinary World a couple weeks ago with Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day. And it's about this guy who's, like, turning 40. And he's kind of going through this midlife crisis thing, man. And he, 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 it's kind of like he is a, he's a square peg and he's expected to fit into the round hole in society, like, and, and he just doesn't fit. He feels like he doesn't fit. And it's like he's trying to find his place, you know, because he's not about the party world anymore. He used to play in a band on the, you know, on the movie. And, you know, punk rockers that are older, like midlife punk rockers, it's never been, punk rock's kind of always like felt like a young man's game to me. And so he was a punk rocker, but he was turning 40 and he was married and had kids and he was like the cool dad. But at the same time, just in life, it was like all these people are like their job is their thing or, you know, hanging out with a group of dads is their thing. And, you know, and there's something about life where I've always kind of felt that I'm a square peg trying to be pushed into a round hole and I didn't, I didn't find my niche. I have never found my niche. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, so to speak. So, uh, it's kind of it's like I related to that movie. You know, when you watched, I feel like that guy sometimes it depends on where I am emotionally. You know, those people that are like, I so relate to this song and I so relate to it. It's like, no, you don't. What are you talking about? You can't relate to everything. I just relate to everything that I've ever seen or heard. It's like, man, and so, like, I don't know. But that little piece of it I did, I don't know. You know how you roll your eyes at people? <laughs> like, 
that post songs. <laughs> Come on, man. What about the uh, what about the uh, inauguration? Like Lady Gaga had that big. Uh, I, I mean, I thought I thought she, I like Lady Gaga, man. I actually started liking Lady Gaga from the uh, American Horror Story when she did that season hotel. Like, that is when I started becoming a Lady Gaga fan because I like H.H. Holmes. So I like that season. I know a lot of people were, like, kind of judgmental about that season, kind of like, meh, because they had some casting changes. But, I mean, you watch that season, that is some creepy stuff, man. That's, like, one of my favorite seasons. But anyway, I like Lady Gaga. But what I don't like, see, this is what I don't like. The older I get, it used to not bother me as much. But the older that I get, you know how she was dressed kind of crazy and people were like, she's dressed like she's at the Hunger Games or whatever. And she had the dove and the weird dress. You know what I'm saying? Like, she sang beautifully. I'll give her that. But, like, that kind of stuff, like, where are you doing, man? Like, what? What are you? I'm expressing myself. Why? Why are you? What? You're grown. What are you doing? I understand kids. I, I actually, I'll give kids a break. I'm not judging kids. Like, look at that dumb kid. I'm not doing that because if you have the piercings and the purple hair and all this stuff when you're when you're trying to find yourself, right, you go through that because you're trying to find yourself, right? But when you're grown, when you're grown, I think, this is my, my opinion, is like you're just trying to get attention, is all you're doing. Like, I want to stand out. I don't want to blend in. I want to stand out and express myself. Like, as an artist. To me, that kind of makes people... Like, every we got to look at you. We got to look at you. Everybody's got to look at you. You walking around and everybody... You're forcing everybody to look at you. You can say, no, I'm not forcing everybody to look at me. They can look away. Yeah, but they got to have that initial. Initially, I got to look at you. And it might, I might find that unpleasant. You know, when you look at some people as unpleasant, some people as pleasant. Some people can't help it. They're doing the best they can with what God gave them. You know, God bless those people. Or I should say God bless us people. <laughs> uh, but I mean... It's like you're forced to look at people when they do all this freaky stuff. And it's like, why are you doing that? Or you're doing that for attention because that calls attention. Like if you're an artist and you, you know, people come to see you sing. You seek out that art form, you know, like Billie Eilish. You seek out, you know, you, you go, you buy her stuff, Right. You, you go to her concerts, right? She got the green hair, roots. It looks like her hair roots are green. That's great. She is still, in my opinion, a kid. Billie Eilish could be my kid. That's a weird thought. But, I mean, I think she's talented. Mu like, as a musician, I like her. I don't really understand what you're doing, what you're trying to do. Um, but, I, I mean, she hasn't done anything permanent because I don't think kids should do, like, permanent stuff like get tattoos on their face because that's something that you'll probably come to regret when you're older let me get a sip of water i gotta take a sip of water real quick so i mean as long as you don't alter yourself permanently 
when you're young, I ain't got a problem. Do your thing. But then when you get old, man, especially when you're just a normal person and you're not some kind of famous artist, even the thing with Lady Gaga, I'm like, what are you doing, man? Why can't you just, like, be low-key at, at the inauguration of the President of the United States? You still got to get up there and be like, hmm, look, hmm, all right. It's just kind of, I don't know what it is about that stuff, man. I've just, like, the older I get, I'm just like, what are you doing? Like these crazy, like the crazy stuff that, oh, I want to stand out. And to me, it's like, you want attention. So it's like, what did your, did your mom not hug you when you were little? Or did your dad not tell you that he loved you? Or, you know, what's, what's wrong? Like, what? You need attention that bad to where you, you wear some crazy get-up? This is an expression of myself. Well, me looking the other way is an expression of myself. <laughs> I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be mean, man. But so much, man. So much has happened since I taught you guys last. The Capitol got stormed. <clears throat> I declare a little throat jelly out. Uh, the Capitol got stormed, man. What's that about? <laughs> what is that about? When I saw that, man, because I, I don't know. I think everybody was in shock. I think, to be honest with you, I think some of the people in the Capitol were in shock when that happened. I'm not talking about the people, the occupants, the occupants, the representatives, um, but no, they're not representatives. If you think these people represent us, any of these people, you're out of your mind on both sides. They don't represent the people. They represent the power. Right? And uh, so while all these people, but that's a whole nother. Y'all know how I feel about, about uh, politicians on both sides. And if you don't, I don't like them. I, I don't think that they're, I think they're power-hungry crooks. But anyway, so to speak. But anyway, um, I think some of the people that actually were in on storming the Capitol like, were like, what's going on? <laughs> like, because I was like, I, was, I thought when you, you know, because you, you hear stuff like mob mentality and you hear all these... You hear all these words, right? And you hear, you know, everybody giving their hot take about what happened and, uh, and like, what's going on. And, you know, it's easy to judge. It's easy to judge and be like, you know, idiots, because they are idiots. They're stupid, stupid. There's a lot of stupid in this world. If you haven't figured that out, you know, I hope that I didn't, I hope that I didn't hurt anybody's feelings. And they're like, what? There's a lot of stupid. The more you go through life, the more stupid you're going to see. That's just the way it is. That's the facts of life, buddy. And, you know, when I saw that, you know, and this isn't to slam any particular side more than the other, because I've, dude, like if you're a good person, if you're genuine, if you're genuine and you're honest and you're a good person, like, I realize I've come up, I'm, I'm like old enough and I've learned enough in life that I realize that I don't know everything 
And I realized that just because somebody came up differently than me, that doesn't make them wrong or bad. They have a different worldview. They have a different outlook. You know, they their struggles have been different. And so that doesn't make them bad, man. That doesn't make them bad because they might, you know, believe differently than me. And I'm open-minded enough to 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 admit that that the older I get, the less that I think that I know. Yeah, not to say that you because you need to stand for something. You need to have something to believe, but at the same time, <clears throat> you don't need to get older and set in your ways. You know, you need to. I think the older that you get, you know, I think a sign of wisdom is 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 saying, you know, sometimes I don't know, man. I just don't know. I need to ask questions. I don't need to just accept because that's the way it's always been or that's the way that my family brought me up or that's what I've always been told. You need to ask questions, you know, do some research. I think that a lot of people just like, I don't know, they, they want to be a part of something. You know what I mean? They want to be a part of something. I think that's what we saw. But I think that there were a lot of people caught up in the middle of that. Like, what the hell is going on? Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like this one time I was eating all these hot wings, right? This has been some years ago, but it was such a jarring experience. I would say the aftermath, what happened to me after I did all this was such a jarring experience that I remember it. And I thought about it. I thought about like when I seen them storming the Capitol, I was like, this is like when I ate all them hot wings that one time. And then I ate all those uh, Girl Scout cookies, the mint ones. You know, because I can't walk by them, man. When they're outside of a store selling cookies, I feel bad, you know? I feel bad being like, no, I don't want none of your cookies, you know? I feel bad. And they're overpriced, and they're, I mean, it ain't a good deal, you know? It ain't a good deal to buy them kids' cookies, but, you know, you got to help out people. They're not out here begging. They're out here hustling, and you got to respect a hustle, you know? Girl Scouts hustle, yeah. You don't see a lot of Boy Scouts out doing what Girl Scouts are doing, you know. That's teaching them to be strong, independent women. They're already getting their hustle on by selling you the, you know, by selling you the cookies. And they're instilling that in them little girls. And then when they grow up, you know that that if if you're in a relationship, if you're a dude... You know that they they act like they hold the cards. You know what I mean? Because they can give you the puppy dog face or whatever, and usually get what they want. You know, and 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 men just get the shaft. It ain't. It's not right. You know, so to speak. But that's like another whole story. You know. But God bless these girls out here. They're getting their hustle on. They're selling overpriced cookies. So I'd done that. I'd gone to Walmart or somewhere, and they had caught me. You know, because somewhere at times when you see, when you see the the Girl Scouts selling cookies, you can park at the garden center. If it's Walmart, you go in the garden center, and you can like go in that way. Because the bell ringers, Girl Scouts don't hang out at the garden center; they hang out at the main entrance. That's why around Christmas time, you see the garden center parking is more packed out because you don't have to feel bad. You don't have to feel bad going in the garden center, you know, you're just like, well, I needed some garden. You wasn't going in there to buy a hoe. 
You weren't going in there to buy a shovel or some miracle grow. You were going in there and then walking across Walmart to go to the grocery sh- section to get a gallon of milk, you know, and a box of oatmeal cream pies. And then you, you know, you're, you're, you forgot that the Girl Scouts were outside. And you come out and you just are like, man, I can't do the walk of shame all the way. Because you have to say, no, I don't want any cookies. And then you have to walk, you know, to get in your car. And you just have them eyes burning a hole in your back, man. And you're just like, man, I'll just pay $5 a box not to have that feeling, you know. And so that's why I done, man. <laughs> and so I ate all these hot wings. Then I ate like a sleeve of, of, uh, of those cookies, you know. And in the middle of it, in the middle of it, it's like, what am I doing? This is not a good decision, you know. But I'm in the middle of it. I started the process. I'm I'm in the middle of of a sleeve of Girl Scout cookies, and you can't you can't just stop eating them. You know, you can't stop eating them in the middle of the sleeve. And so, like, you got to finish the sleeve or that would be sinful. And so, like, I finished the sleeve and then it's just bad news. The next 24 hours were bad news. If you're ever wondering what it's like to eat a sleeve of mint, the chocolate mint cookie, Girl Scout cookies, and, like, a whole plate of hot wings with ranch, I've never tried blue cheese. I've really never given blue cheese a fair shake, you know? It's never gotten its fair shake with me, not even on salad. I wonder if it's good. I always went with ranch. I feel like that's kind of the new generation thing is ranch. The old school people are like blue cheese with wings. But then the like the newer generation is like ranch. Can I please have some ranch? And I'll sit here with my purple hair expressing myself, dipping my wings in ranch, Hidden Valley Ranch. That's where they hide it. Why is it called Hidden Valley? They hide their barrels of ranch in the valley. I never even thought of that till now. That's kind of weird. Hidden Valley Ranch. I like out in the open ranch. Thank you very much. I don't want no hidden. I don't want my ranch hidden no valleys. But uh, but anyway, I was like when I saw him storming the Capitol, uh, I thought about that. I thought about that time in my life, you know, where I would be like, because my first, my first reaction to that was like, people are stupid, you know. But then I thought about that and was like, Glenn, who are you to judge? Yeah, who are you to judge after the diarrhea that your body endured? Yeah, that your body endured after you made that decision and you really didn't. It was like it all happened so fast. It all happened so fast. And we've all done that. Have you ever eaten a weird combination of food? Yeah, have you ever eaten a weird combination of food and you know, you just get caught up? And it's too late, you know. I used to do that with sweets kind of often. You know, I'd eat so many sweets and be like, man, I feel bad, you know. And it was like Black Friday because that's what it kind of looked like Black Friday, maybe on kind of a creepy, weird, wild level. But I've been in Black Friday before, and I've watched like when they cut open the 
door busters or whatever, like the big displays. I've seen people fighting over that stuff. And then you, and then you, because it's all wrapped in like black cellophane wrap until you can't really see what's in there. I've seen people fight over that stuff. And then like walking through the store later, and I just stand back and watch, walking through the store later, you see like, you see that they just set it down somewhere else in the store. And, and, uh, it's just like, they didn't even know what they were. It was like, they were like, oh, I didn't want this. I didn't want the spatula set. I didn't need 10 of these 1800 count Egyptian thread hotel sheets. I didn't need all this man. And so they just set it down. They got caught up. That's what happens is people get caught up because people just get like all, they get all like excited, you know? They get all excited in a crowd. They get all like, ah, 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 you know? And then they're like, oh, I'm not a wild maniac. This is not my finest moment, but I've got to commit because I'm in the middle of doing it. I'm in the middle of doing it. Like once, you, once you're in it and you realize like halfway through, them cookies, I knew, man. When I realized what was going on, I ate a bunch of really hot wings dipped in some ranch that was hid in a valley. I'm sitting here eating mint chocolate cookies. Earth to Glen, this is a bad idea. You don't need to do this, you know, but I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. I'm going to finish these cookies because I'm committed, you know, and you're, you, you, you know, you know that midway through that that riot, those people were like, oh, man, what am I doing? <laughs> How'd I get here? You know? And you're like, yeah, those moments are good to have not storming the Capitol. You know? That's what I say. I say if you're going to have them moments, you know, and we all will. If you think that you don't, you're a liar. I'll go ahead and call you a liar because it could be like something that, it could be something that happened, you know? It could have been something, you know? It could have been something happened when you were, you know, 20 years old. You went out on a date with a guy. If you're a lady, you went out with a date with a guy. And you went too far with him, you know? To keep it PG. And now you're married to this guy. Yeah, because you're like, well, it's the right thing to do, and I need to, you know. Man, well, it wasn't. Like, that's like, that's like really committed. <laughs> You've really, you really committed to that, you know, that initial mistake. That's like people that, that like, you see running from the cops. Like O.J. Simpson. Remember that? The white Bronco, all the cops behind him, he just kept cruising. He was committed. You know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What else What else can you do? Well, you can leave, Glenn. You could leave the Capitol. You're on 1,000 ca- cameras, you know? Once you're in there, you're on like a million cameras. Where are you going to be like, oh, I changed my mind. Oh, you didn't see where I left? They'll be, they'll be like, yeah, that's called fleeing the scene is what that's called. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, but I realized... In the middle of that sleeve of cookies. This is, man, that is wild. That's just wild that that happened, man. You know? 
So, I mean, a lot has happened. And if you break the law, you break the law. And that's a shame. And I don't mean to make light of it. I'm just like, I'm just trying to talk about it from a different perspective because everybody doesn't see life the way that I see it. And that's what I thought about. That's what I thought about when I saw that. I thought about the time in my life where I did that with the hot wings and the cookies, and I thought of other times in my life. But usually it's diet stuff with me. You know, I have done that in life before. I've done that in life before where uh, where I just, I don't know, man. I, I realize that I'm not where I should be, you know. I realize that I'm doing something that I ain't got no business doing, and but I'm in the middle of doing it, <laughs> you know? And that's not the best feeling to have. But I think that we've all been there, you know? So, yeah, them people's stupid, man. That is, like, so stupid and ignorant. But at the same time, there's a part of me that's like, I get it. Yeah, I guess you just got to be careful what situations you put yourself in, you know, because emotionally, when I was young, emotionally, I used to let my emotions call a lot of the shots in my life. I would say the majority of shots in my life got called by straight emotion. And, you know, the older that I get, the more I think that you should use logic and like your brain and make logical decisions, and your emotions can just be a tool, you know, that you use as a, I don't know, to make the logical decisions go smoother, you know, to deal with people maybe. But, uh, yeah, that emotional aspect, you got to watch that, man, because you can get caught up. Emotions can get you caught up in some stupid real quick, you know, and, and that's not... Nobody needs that, yeah. And we all don't want to watch that. <laughs> we don't want to watch that stuff, man. But uh, but anyway, um, yeah. So that happened. Ain't that crazy? Ain't that crazy? But uh, anyway, um, what else has happened? Oh, the Yankees finally re-signed DJ LeMahieu. It was official like uh, this week. They officially did. It took a man like pitchers and catchers report, I think, in less than two weeks to spring training. And it took them, um, I mean, it took them this long to hammer out a contract with him. And he's getting paid. He signed a six-year deal, and he's worth it. But that dude's like a, he's, he's a machine, man. He's an animal. He's a savage. He is a savage. Yeah, I can't say that for all those guys on that team. Because, like, I don't know, some of the paychecks some of those guys get and they don't perform. This guy performs, man. He wins awards. You know, and we did pick up Corey Kluber for, like, a year. And we signed another pitcher. And Tanaka's gone. Tanaka's going back to Japan, you know. And I'm kind of sad he didn't get a ring. Uh, I think it's seven seasons he was with the Yankees. I'm kind of bummed out that, that, uh, you know, but – that he had to go out without a ring, but, you know, I'm happy that he's going home to Japan. It's got to be cool, you know? And I think he's getting like $7.5 for a year, and he wanted maybe 15 to stay in New York, 
You know, he just wants to go home. You know, and you can't blame him for that. And it's not his fault. Like, he did his part, you know, to get that ring. But it just didn't happen, man. It wasn't the perfect storm. It seems like that's how it's got to be in baseball. It's got to be a perfect – it's got to be the perfect storm, man. You know, it's got to be – sometimes it's luck. I really do think in baseball, sometimes it's luck, man. Because you can play perfectly – but, I mean, if somebody hits the ball just right and the wind's blowing just the right way, it's, you know, and that's what makes it interesting, you know. It's interesting to watch. And you could pinch hit, you know, the right guy at the right time. And it's just sometimes it's, it's you know, it's just luck. You know, but I'm looking forward to a good season we got. You know, Gary Sanchez needs to redeem himself after his performance last year. He was garbage. He was garbage behind, you know, when he was – his at-bats were garbage. And so that definitely needs to change. But uh, some fresh faces I think we're going to see in the Yankees pitching rotation. I, I want to see more Debbie Garcia. Um, if you don't like the Yankees, all this is like, what What are you talking about? I'm just sitting here eating my, eating my mint cookies and my hot wings, so to speak. But – uh. But I'm excited, man. I'm I am excited about that because that's my deal. That's my sport, and uh, I really love to. Uh, I really do love to watch baseball. I do, man. And the MLB package now that you can get through Amazon Prime with your team, you can buy it. That is awesome, man. Because I couldn't get. I'm like a. I'm like a. A dude in the South wanting to watch something from up north, like off the Yes Network, and they're like, "Yeah, well, you can't get that here." It's like, what do you mean? I can't get it here. I can't watch all the pregame and postgame stuff, but I can watch the actual games. And that's like, that's great, man. Because that's something that I couldn't, I couldn't do before that I really enjoy. But, uh, but anyway, um, so I am, I'm excited about that. Yeah, because that's, and I do dabble. I've dabbled. I watched. You know, I watched a little college football. I don't mind a little college football. And uh, let's see, who's playing the Super Bowl? Do I even know? It's Tom Brady's team, wherever Tom Brady's at. Isn't that Tampa, Tampa Bay? Is that what it is? And then they're playing, don't tell me, don't tell me, invisible person. Um, man, podcasts are so self-involved. <laughs> All these people need to know what I have to say. Um, But see, you had to seek this out. You had to seek me out. To listen to this podcast, you had to go and find me. I'm not rubbing my podcast in your face. You know what I mean? I'm not saying, I'm not saying, you need to hear me. That's why I really don't like self-promotion on social media. I don't like being like when someone's like, I ran out of all my podcasts. And you're like, can and they ask for podcast recommendations. And then like 400,000 podcasters are like, you should listen to me because me and I and me. Like, I just feel stupid doing that, man. I feel like I'm like, I don't know, like I'm begging. Like I'm holding up that cardboard podcast sign. You know what I mean? Like desperation. That just like reeks desperation. 
and my numbers reflect that I don't do that. Let me tell you, my numbers <laughs> is sad, man. Because they're like, you've been doing this how long, and this is what you get? I don't do this for podcast download numbers. I do it for the love of the game, man. Yeah, I'm like Michael Jordan. I'm like Michael Jordan. I do it for the love of the game. I guess they did it for the money, too. But I really do think that Michael Jordan loved basketball. And I think that he was the greatest of all time. I do. You can say Kobe. You can say LeBron. Man, Kobe, that happened a year ago. Can you believe that's been a year? It seems like it seems like so much has happened since then. It's like every month of 2020 felt like six months. You know what I mean? It was like so much life happened and so many events happened, so much crazy stuff. It was like every day something crazy would happen. And this week on the nightly news, the whole world is on fire and has herpes. There's a herpes on the lip of the world. It's like, man, there's like a ocean herpes out there floating around. They'll be like, oh, we just discovered they're jellyfish. They're not really herpes of the ocean. It's like, well, thank God, man. That's why I felt like when the vaccine happened. I felt like, oh, some hope, you know? And so, like, I'm not used to that. That's why I talked about the beginning of the podcast. That's like when this year, this month that I took off, it started, like, good stuff started happening. I was like, what's going on? Like, my heart started raising. I was like, I'm not used to this. (laughs) This, I like this. I like nice things and good, nice things to happen. Ain't this nice? But, uh, like, Michael Jordan, what am I even talking about? doesn't even make sense anymore. This is what happens when you get backed up podcasting. You just are, you just start saying a lot of words. You're just like, I gotta say every word I know. The mailbox, window, walking, cars. It's just like, what? But like Michael Jordan's like, he did it for the love of the game. And that's why I did this podcast, man. I'm not gonna beg. I'm not gonna beg you to listen. If you want to listen, that's cool, man. I appreciate it. I think that's great. When I have sponsors, I get paid when you listen. Yeah? Which I don't have any right now. Um, So if you're listening to this and you own a company and you want me to promote your company for you, I will. I'll say, I'll read your ad, whatever you got, man. But, well, maybe not whatever. Like, you're like, well, you read my ad for a Nazi flag company that I'm starting up. I'll be like, no. <laughs> no, I will not. But uh but anyway, it's like the 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 uh Michael Jordan of podcasting, like for the love of the game, man. But I'm not as good as him. See, cause he would he did it for the love of the game, but I'm like the Michael Jordan with one leg that would have been Michael Jordan, like like uh Peter Jordan. Like, I'm Peter Jordan, the one-legged guy in the wheelchair that still plays basketball, you know, that wheels out the ramp, you know, down the back of his parents' house. There's a ramp for his wheelchair, but it's old and raggly, man. It's been rough, you know. We just ain't got the, we don't have the money to replace all the planks on your wheelchair ramp, Peter Jordan. And, uh, you know, so he 
goes down that and it's jarring them all around. He rolls out in the grass. It's a grass court, you know. There's a little ball spots in the in the grass from where, you know, he's been spinning around in his wheelchair to try to get a rebound, which has got to be rough to try to rebound in a in a wheelchair. Because if you're playing with other people, it's all about the length of your arms. I guess that's like whatever. You know, that's whatever uh if you have legs, if you have legs, that's, you know, you got to have the longer arms. You got to be taller, you know, unless, but, you know, when you're shorter, you might could jump, you know, can't jump in a wheelchair. Yeah, you can't jump. You could kind of hop a little bit. You could push up, you could push up, but then you got to slam back down in your wheelchair, which I mean, I wouldn't do that. I would just let the other guy have it and sit comfortably, you know what I mean? I'll just take the ball when it's my turn to have the ball. <laughs> They'd be like, Glenn, that, then you're going to be on the bench. It's like, well, I'm already on the bench. I'll just roll over to the side. But, I mean, it's not, it's not, there ain't no, I mean, man, nah. That's why I'm not a basketball player. That's exactly why. They'd be like, Glenn, you just wait for your turn to get the ball. You just, you just hang out. Ah, uh, that's a young man's game. That ain't no old man's game anyway. But, uh, but anyway, I don't even know where I was going with that. I started that thought, Michael Jordan, I'm not going to beg to be a podcaster, social media, I don't like promote myself. Um, I don't know, man. That's great. That's great that I spent so, <laughs> I spent, dude, I spent all your time making a point that I can't even remember now. <laughs> I don't even know what my point was. And the point to all that that I just said is, I don't know. But uh, this is why people have notes, you know. This is why people have notes when they do this kind of stuff. But I don't, and that's just how it is. That's how I roll, but uh but anyway um what else do I need to talk to you guys about um oh I did read that Kanye West and Kim Kardashian are getting a divorce I don't know how true that is like I don't know if that's true or not they never really seemed they seemed like one of those Hollywood couples but they never really seemed like they were made for each other, in my opinion. You know, which I'm not a matchmaker. That would be a hilarious show. You know, that would be a great show. If I was on a matchmaker, I would do a matchmaker show for free. You know, I'd be matching up some crazy combinations. You know, I like to mix it up, you know, when I eat. So why not do that with human people's lives, too? You know, mix it up a little bit. Put that guy with that lady or just, just, I mean, just off the wall looking couples that you never, that you never thought that you would see, yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's crazy. They're getting a divorce. I guess that's not that crazy. Everybody's getting a divorce. You ain't got a divorce. What are you talking about? You judge you if you've never been divorced. Oh, I just love the person that I'm with. We've always loved. Okay. Okay. Sure you have. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. Love. But, uh, 
But anyway, uh, I guess that's about all I got, man. I'm not going to keep going. I mean, it's good to be back. It feels good, man. It feels good to be back and talking to you. I, be- I love to do this. This is my thing. But, uh, but I, yeah, I appreciate understanding. It really doesn't matter if you understand or not. But uh, it, I feel like I'm finding my niche in life a little bit, and it took me, it took me a long time, man. Yeah, it took me till I'm I'm 39 years old. So it took me almost to when you know I turned 40, 40 years, walking around this planet, and being like, where do I fit? Yeah, and you find pieces. You know, you find pieces like the outline. You know, when you do a puzzle, a lot of people, they'll make the outline. They'll get all the corner pieces, and then with the flat, they'll get the, the pieces that have, like, a side that's flat, and they'll and they'll start putting around the border. And, and they'll get the border together, and then they'll fill everything in. And that's kind of how my life's been, man. You know, because I make the border, and I'm like, I got a general idea. Yeah. You know? of what I'm, where I'm supposed to be, and, you know, you have kids, you know, and, and you're like, oh, that's a piece of the puzzle, that's a big piece of puzzle, I like that piece of puzzle, I'm, like, I was born to be a parent, you know, I love my kids, I love to do this, but then, you know, the other stuff, you're just kind of, like, hit and miss, sometimes shot in the dark, until you figure out what you're doing. And I don't think that everybody in life knows what they're doing. I just think that I think that a lot of people are better at acting like they know what they're doing, you know? And I do think that a lot of people just go through the motions and you get in these routines and you're just like, this is what I do, man. This is what I do. Well, why do you do it? Are you happy doing it? Not really. Not really, but this is just what I do. And, and, you know, I don't want to be that, right? And I've been thinking about that a lot. And, and I've come to a place where that's not what's where I'm at now. And I'm really, really, I'm just grateful, man. I'm grateful for so much. I'm grateful for the journey. I'm grateful for the journey that's, that's brought me to where I am now, you know, because it's blood, sweat, and tears, you know, it's not, life has not always been easy. I've been through a lot in my life. I've crammed a lot into, into 39 years. I've crammed a lot, you know, but I'm thankful for the good and the bad because you got to take the bad with the good. You can't just all the, all the time be taking good all the time, you know, because if you just got good all the time in life, if, if you just were like, you know, if you just got good stuff all the time, it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be as good. You wouldn't as appreciate it as much. You wouldn't like savor those moments, man. You just wouldn't savor those like yesterday. I just was like, man, it's been such a it's been such a long time, and 2020 was such a crazy year. It's been such a long time, and the COVID in my family, and like just everything like yesterday I was like man I ain't trying for this day to end I really don't want it to end this is great you know having a day like this you know and and just taking it in and for what it is it's just like I don't know man it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing when life gives you those little beautiful moments you know and you get to be like man that's all right I'm gonna be all right 
But uh, this podcast is a part of my journey. And like a lot of stuff I say, man, I don't even mean. A lot of stuff that I say, it's just, I'm just talking. That's all I'm doing. I get on here and I talk to y'all. And I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's therapeutic. It's something to do. It's fun. But uh, thank you for listening. And uh, I will try not to uh, take breaks that long, like month-long breaks between podcasts. But I'm just handling business, baby. That's what I'm doing. And uh, that's where I'm at in my life. And I am thankful for each and every one of you that listens to my podcast. And... I will talk to you all soon. Peace out.